Today, I want to talk about one of the most important messages of this day of trumpets. And that is repentance. And that is repentance. You might ask, how does the Feast of Trumpet teach us about repentance? Isn't this day about Yahshua's return here on earth? How are trumpets related to asking for forgiveness? And how does the Feast of Trumpets convince us to change our ways? As we go through this topic, brethren's message, it would be clear to you why the Feast of Trumpets message for us today is also about repentance and how it shows God's mercy to all of mankind. For me to explain this one, brethren, I would like us to go to the final book of the scriptures, which is the book of Revelation. Starting in Revelation 6, brethren, we read about the seven seals that bring great destruction on earth. Now, when the seventh seal was opened, we read this in chapter 8, verse 1. Let's go there, brethren. So, we could see that there are seven seals, and then at the end of the seventh seal, there are seven trumpets. When he opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about half an hour. So you could just imagine how dramatic that would be. And I saw seven angels who stand before Elohim, or God, and to them were given seven trumpets. When you think of the day of trumpets, brethren, some of us might have forgotten that there were seven trumpets. There, there's, there's, it is not just one, but there are seven trumpets. As mentioned in the book of Revelation. We just think about the resurrection of the saints. However, that is just the seventh trumpet and there were six trumpets before that. If we go through Revelation, brethren, we can see the effects of each trumpet when blown by the angels. So the first trumpet struck the vegetation. The second trumpet struck the sea. The third struck the fresh waters. The fourth trumpet struck heavenly bodies. The fifth trumpet opened the bottomless pit where, lo where the locusts came out. And the sixth trumpet struck a third of mankind. Finally, we read about the seventh trumpet which signals the resurrection of the dead, of the dead saints. Now, brethren, this is my question for you. Have you ever wondered why, that, why it has to be seven trumpets? Why doesn't God just use one? Do you know the reason why it has to be seven trumpets and not just one? Well, brethren, you might have your own answer, but for me, I strongly believe that it has to do with my main point today. The day of trumpets is a call for people to repent. It is a call for them towards repentance. That every trumpet, that every time the trumpet is blown, God wants to get the people's attention and have them repent of their wicked ways. However, brethren, we read in Revelation 9 verse 20 to 21, what was the response of mankind towards the six trumpets, brethren? What was their response? 9 verse 20, but the rest of mankind who were not killed by these plagues. Now remember, brethren, mankind they just went through six trumpets that are terrible, and that it has destroyed a part of the of the earth and also a third of mankind. So these are just catastrophic, 
And do you think that people would repent after seeing all these things, brethren? We read in, in verse 20, But the rest of mankind were not killed by these plagues, did not repent of the works of their hands, that they should not worship demons and idols of gold, silver, brass, stone, and wood, which can neither see nor hear nor walk, and they did not repent of their murders and their sorceries or their sexual immorality or their thefts. Can you just see, brethren, how incorrigibly wicked these people are? What a great tragedy of the human existence. With all the different warning signs from God being shown by every blowing of the trumpets, yet this world, the rest of mankind, did not repent. But instead, what did they do, brethren? They worshiped demons. And this tells us, brethren, that in end times, worship of demons and false gods would be rampant. If you would just see some news right now, they would they have this um, Satanism, worship of Satan, there's, a, there's witchcraft, and there's a lot of worship of demons. It's kind of not mainstream yet, as, as, at least what, what we are seeing right now. But at the end times, this would be rampant. It would be common to the, to the point that the rest of mankind would still would be proud of worshiping demons. Instead of repenting and trusting the living and true God, mankind would worship idols that can't see, that cannot hear, and cannot walk. What else did they do, brethren? They didn't repent of their murders, sorceries. If you look into that, um, the Greek word is pharmakia, drugs, or a, a sexual immorality, and theft. Brethren, you could, see, you could see, brethren, that this day, the day of trumpets, is a call for us to repent. Not just for us, brethren, but the whole mankind. And yet, brethren, we could see that at the end times, even at the time when they saw heavenly signs, they saw the catastrophic effects of the six trumpets, they would still not repent. Now, brethren, those are the rest of mankind. What about us? What about us, brethren? How many days of trumpets have we already kept? And yet, it seems that this doesn't ring a bell in our hearts. It seems that we haven't really thought of really turning away from our sins. Now, I know that we could say, oh, we are not worse. We are not the worst sinners. We are within the church and... I don't think that I I would say that I'm a better Christian than the most those people outside of the church. I could say that I'm not an adult adulterer, I don't I don't um, I don't kill anyone, I don't I commit sorcery, I don't do those things. And yet, brethren, the day of trumpets is not about who is the worst sinner. It is about repenting of the sins that we still harbor in our hearts, in our lives. No matter how old you are, no matter how long you have been in the church, I would say, and I'm, I would confidently say that we all have sins in our lives that we should really overcome. And that is why, brethren, that every year, every year we are keeping the day of, day of trumpets so that it would remind us that this day also calls us to repentance. Now, brethren, you might be asking, why does it have to be very, very long for God to return? Isn't it, even if in the time of the apostles, they have been, they have been 
expecting the return of the Messiah during their, their lifetime? How come that thousands of years later, their, uh, Yahshua hasn't returned yet? Why? Well, brethren, could it be that God is giving us enough time to prepare for His Son's second coming, brethren? Could it be that we haven't really repented yet of our sins? Could it be that we still have sins that we are harboring in our lives? The problem is that a lot of people would get tired of waiting. One of the, at least for me, one of the most difficult thing to do is to wait because I'm a kind of an impatient person. And yet, brethren, why is it that God seems to delay? At least from our, our perspective, it seems that God is delaying His second coming. And because of this, brethren, a lot of people would become scoffers. We read that in 2 Peter 3, verse 3 to 9, brethren. Let's go there. 2 Peter 3, verse 3 to 9. It says there, verse 3, Knowing this first, that scoffers will come in the last days. Who are the scoffers, brethren? These scoffers will walk according to their own lusts. And what would they say, brethren? These scoffers... Where is the promise of His coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of creation. You can see here, brethren, that the people, these coffers, will be mocking the message of the day, day of trumpets. This reminds me of the people during the day of Noah. They're saying, ah, oh, that guy is crazy. There's no rain. God will not send flood in, in, our, in our lifetime. Look, Noah, it's been decades. It, it's been years, months. You, are, you keep on of saying that there's going to be a great flood and you're making this great, this big ark. And it seems that there's no rain. Come on, Noah. So these people have become scoffers. They were saying that the, our fathers have been saying that God and Yahshua will be returning here on earth. And yet, it's been millennium. It's been years, thousands of years, and there's no Messiah coming back. And because of that, brethren, for this they will willfully forget. They will not subconsciously, they will not unintentionally, but they will willfully. They will willfully forget. So these scoffers will choose to forget about God. And they would just do what they want in their lives. In verse 9, brethren, this is something that we should always remember when we hear scoffers or when we become like scoffers, when we kind of think that, oh, why is God is delaying His coming? We should remember 2 Peter 3, verse 9. Yahweh is not slack concerning His promise, as some count slackness, but now, this is the reason, brethren, that God seems to be delaying. You know why I, I say always seems delaying? Because from our perspective, that seems to be a delay. But, God, God, but God's timetable is perfect. And yet, brethren, this is the reason why God is giving us more and more time, brethren. But is long-suffering toward us. He's patient. You know why, brethren? Because He is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Now you see, brethren, a lot of us, if Yahshua would return tomorrow, we might be caught off guard. 
we might not be able to, to pass the test. That's why, brethren, God is giving us this amount of time so that we could still have the time to repent and to change our ways. And that's why, brethren, he said that because the main reason is that he doesn't want any of us, any single one of us in this room, in those outside, those who are watching here, any one of the, the members of, of Yahshua's body, that God doesn't want any one of us. And even those outside of the church that should perish, but all should come to repentance. Brethren, I believe that is one of the greatest messages of the Day of Trumpets for us. But brethren, the Day of Trumpets reminds us that we don't have to wait for the end times. We don't have to wait for the second coming of Yahshua for us to repent. Because if we do, it might be too late. We should and we must repent now. And we should change our ways before it's too late. In, my, in the final scripture, brethren, Romans 13 verse 11 to 14. Romans 13 verse 11 to 14. It says there, And do this knowing the time that now it is high time to awake out of sleep for now our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. You might think of that God, Yahshua would return here and there and he would be around 2025, 2027, or 2030, or 2020, 2050. And yet, the Apostle Paul was saying that our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Continuing here, brethren, therefore, what we should do, brethren, therefore, let us cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly as in the day, not in revelry and drunkenness, not in lewdness and lust, not in strife and envy, but put on the Lord Yeshua, the Messiah, and make no provisions, provision for the flesh to fulfill its lusts. Again, brethren, we don't have to wait for 2027, 2030, 2050 because a lot of us don't have the guarantee that we will still reach that point, brethren. The, the second coming of Yahshua is as close as our last breath. It is as close as our last breath. When you die, brethren, the next waking moment would be the second coming of Yahshua, if God permits, if we become part of that first fruits brethren. So let us that think that oh we have still have we still have an ocean of time. We still have a lack of time for in our hands. We can still do things. We can do just that things that we think that we should do. And yet, brethren, the second coming of Yahshua is as close as our last breath. The Bible's clear, brethren, that the day of trumpets is about the return of Yahshua. But before that, brethren, it serves as a warning. The yearly day of trumpets that we keep, brethren, it serves as a warning for us to repent and to change our ways. It's a call to change. It's a call to get our attention so that we seek Yahweh with all our hearts. Brethren, I hope this message gave us a new meaning of the day of trumpets. Let's not waste this day, brethren. Let us use this as a reminder to continually live a life of repentance and doing the will of God. Let's not wait until it is over, but decide right now to put on the armor of light. 
And most importantly, brethren, put on Yahshua the Messiah.